The Prophetic Referee, a homily for the 20th Sunday of Ordinary Time. There are a lot of things that separate people. Politics and relationship, politics and relationship drama can get in the way of our human community. But there's one thing that is often able to transcend those kinds of disagreements and bring people together. Sports. Now, faith should also be able to do that, but that's a different homily. Sports are a thing that we can share with other people. We can go on the same roller coaster ride of emotions with them, and that experience unites us. This community is especially valuable when the team loses. If you're going to be on the winning team, well, that's easy to kind of watch it by yourself and move on. You don't need much, it's better, but you don't need much community for that. But it's when your team loses that you need someone to talk about it with. You can both feel bad together and talk about what went wrong. Actually deciding what went wrong is something different, though. There are many things that it could be, but one thing that tends to get blamed most of all, especially if the game was close, is the referees. We like to blame the, quote, terrible call they made for the reason our team didn't win. Sometimes, maybe it is the ref, but if we're honest, usually it's not. When we complain about the ref and blame them for the loss, we're really just blaming the messenger. The referee is just the one that had to point out to us what was wrong with our team. If you're watching a game at the stadium or even on TV, you'll probably hear some threats directed at the refs, some physical harm even for the referee having pointed out what's wrong with our team. I doubt he was wearing black and white like modern re- like a modern referee. But what happened to Jeremiah in the first reading is basically like someone carrying out those threats against a referee. Jeremiah was the one who had the bad job, who had the bad job of telling the people to repent of their sins. He was the one who was sent by God to tell them what their team was doing wrong, and they didn't like it, so they threw him in a muddy cistern. Just like a football fan doesn't like being told by the ref that their player is out of line, the ancient Jews didn't like being told by Jeremiah that their life was out of line. But we need Jeremiah's even if we don't like what they have to say. We need someone to tell us when we've messed up and to call us back into line. That is not the only, but one of the significant reasons Jesus gave us the church, to be a source of authority and truth in our lives, to call us back to the right way of living so that we can be friends with God and get to heaven. People complain a lot these days about church teaching, especially when they disagree with the church's teaching on sexuality. That's the big one. They usually argue for something that goes against church teaching and then justify it with some version of, well, we should all get along and and love each other like Jesus did. We should indeed love each other like Jesus did. That is, being self-sacrificing for the sake of the truth and not afraid to preach the truth even when people disagree. This is our burden as Catholics. We have the faith as taught by Jesus and continued by his apostles. It is the race that we have to run. And it is not an easy race. There will always be temptation and the world telling us that our faith is wrong wrong or not that important. But there couldn't be anything more important than what has been taught by God himself. Think about it. If the creator of the universe thought it good that we should do something or believe something, that's a pretty good reason to trust that that it is worth believing and doing. But again, the race is difficult. And we will be tempted to quit. For someone running a race, the longer they run, the harder it gets, and the more they want to stop and rest. But the longer they run, 
the closer they are to the finish, and the worse it will be if they do stop. Being holy is not easy, but the reward for finishing the race towards holiness and virtue is the best prize there could possibly be. Life forever with Christ Jesus. Jesus is very clear with us today that his message will cause division. He does not rejoice in the division, but he knows, as Jeremiah knows and as we know, that the world does not like the message of the gospel, and that if it is preached authentically, there will be division. But the important thing to remember is that while it may cause division amongst the world, for those who are with Jesus, the result is communion and happiness. Even though it may cost us in the eyes of the world, we gain greatly in the eyes of the Lord for being faithful to his teachings. When the referee corrects our team by calling a penalty, it is better for us if we learn from that mistake and move forward as a better team rather than fighting against it. Likewise, we are challenged by the teaching of the church. When we are challenged by the teaching of the church, we will be happier if we will humble ourselves and submit to her divine wisdom rather than being prideful and contrary. If we fight enough, we will be ejected. But if we play the game as it was designed, we are, al- we are allowed and even encouraged to run to the end to gain the eternal reward.